This audio ended up turning out pretty long, so I'll go ahead and let you know what it's about. I recorded myself on my way to a new club. It's the first time I'd worked in, I think, about maybe a month or two. And then I recorded myself coming out of work. If you guys like the format of this, listening to my thoughts before work and after work, or even if it's just after work or whatever, please let me know and I might start to do this more often. And I want to go ahead and apologize for the audio towards the end of the video. It's important to me that I get all this stuff right eventually, so the audio eventually will get better. I realize how important it is, and I also know I've sucked at it, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. Take care for now. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Sometimes I feel like I will make up any excuse possible to get out of or talk myself out of going to work. I am not the only stripper who does this and I'm sure this will probably continue forever. I think the solution to this problem is truly to set a schedule and just make yourself go at a particular time. The only good thing I realized from working at the Hustler Club in San Francisco was that I had to set a schedule. They told you to set, I think it was three or four days a week. I always did a day below what they told me just because I wasn't sure that I was gonna want to go in. So on a couple days that I wasn't scheduled, I did show up for work. But the days that I was scheduled, I made myself go and I made myself be on time. And making yourself go to work if you're not on a schedule apparently is kind of difficult to do for some people. So I'm trying to figure out how to make this a problem of the past and make it so that you don't have to talk yourself into going. It's just a habit. A habit is something that your body does better than your brain. So you wake up, it's Monday morning, and you just know that that night you're gonna get ready to go to work. So if there's anything you need to prepare, you get it ready to go that morning and you're ready to go by the time you have to leave. Personally, I think for myself, working day shift is better than working night shift because I wake up and I get ready to go. I don't wake up and think about it all day and then go. I'm on my way to work right now. The last time I worked was in Florida and I was in, I was in Florida for three weeks and I worked twice while I was there. I made $1,000 over those two days and that's not bad. Yeah, it was over $1,000, that's not bad. Um, I want to stay in the habit of making $1,000 a month no matter what. Now, here's the thing. I am with a man that is taking care of me, and he's told me that he fully, he'll fully support me. Okay, the point of this is being a stripper, becoming independent on your own is so important. I feel like it's so important to not rely on other people. I truly think it's so important to not rely on other people. That being said, I also believe that if you can find a man that's willing to take care of you financially and he has the means to, he's able to, and it's not gonna like, he's not gonna resent you for it and he wants to, then I would say go for it find that person because finding somebody, let's just be honest, being with somebody that can't take care of themselves even is miserable. I have been there and it's miserable, especially as a dancer, because now you feel this obligation to take care of this guy. It's just don't, yeah, don't, don't get into all that. Okay. So my goal for today 
is I'm going in for research purposes um, to check out the club. I also need the money. So my goal, well, I'm not going to say what my goal is. I know exactly what my goal is, and I'm going to talk about it at the end of the day. But I'm happy I made myself get out of the house, and I know exactly what my goal is. I'm excited. I'm, <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm on my way. I'll put it that way. I'll talk more later. Bye. All right, so I am on my very long drive home. It's about an hour and a half for me to get from where I am living to the club that I just worked at, which is in Irvine or somewhere around Irvine. I went in and actually kind of got started probably around 6. I was in there at 5, but after everything was said and done, I was probably ready to go by 6. By 9, I didn't realize that there was a shift change. So since I haven't worked in a while, I figured, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave today and I'm going to go back tomorrow. I actually enjoyed today. I have so many things, not so many things that I did wrong, but I do have a lot of things that I did wrong and I want to talk about them. And the first one, and I've said this multiple times, is follow your intuition. When I first pulled into the parking lot, it was about four something, I was surprised there were actually already a few cars there. Somebody pulled in right as I was about to get out of the car. I knew he was gonna be parking and getting out of his door when I was getting out of the car too. And I thought, you need to tell that guy, are you gonna be my first dance? And I get out of the car, I was a little shy, I didn't say it at first, but then I, he held the door open for me and I started to say it as I got closer to him. He didn't hear me and I didn't feel like repeating it. So that was the first thing I did wrong. Didn't even get in the building yet. You should be friendly with people, be fun. Be fun and speak up. These guys came there for attention. They wanna talk. They wanna talk to us. They wanna be around us. They wanna, you know, be with us. So first fuck up, as soon as I got out of the car, you know, I was like, fuck. So everything you do, you should take as a learning lesson. As long as you learn from it and you don't do it next time. I used to do this all the time when I lived in Florida. I used to do it all the time. If I ran into somebody in the parking lot, I'd be like, hey, I'm gonna see you inside. Now they've seen you as a real human. They've seen you as a real girl. And now it's even more exciting for them. And I'll tell you, I know that for sure because of a guy I met a little bit later. So I get inside and I go up to the door girl and a guy, a customer from inside, comes up and says he's having a problem with his ATM card and he's like I've got money he's like what's up with this he's like I've got money and she's like well you can get cash out but it's gonna be ten dollars and he was like yeah whatever he was like money's not a problem and I could tell he was intoxicated and I thought that guy right there I was like I'm gonna get him and I should have Okay, so again, going back to following your intuition. It's not that I try to avoid him. So I go in, meet the owner or the manager, really nice guy, super nice guy. He walks me through everything. I kind of try to learn everything, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as it's over, he says, good luck. I go inside and I knew the first person I should have walked to was the guy that I saw outside. Comes up to me, first person to hit me that while I was auditioning, the guy throws me like, I don't know, $7, something like that. It looked like more than five, it looked less than 10, I'm not sure, probably somewhere in there. So I was like, okay, that guy likes me, and fuck, man, fuck. 
as soon as he came up to me, he was like, wow. He was like, you're really pretty. And I was like, oh, thanks. He was like, you look, he didn't say totally different than when I came in the door, but he was like, he made it clear my shorts and baggy t-shirt come in in the door weren't as sexy as whatever I had on. So I was like, oh, thank you. So I knew I should go to that guy. But there was another guy that tipped me on stage that seemed really fun. He seemed like really fun and it looked like he had money. And I had to walk past him to get to the other guy. So I thought, fuck it, I'll sit down with him first. And I thought I'm gonna sit down with him for a couple songs and I'm gonna ask him to dance. And I got sucked into a conversation with him. The guy's an entrepreneur, he's super intelligent, he ends up being the podcaster. And something that you guys need to know is uh, an insight. This is why you should hustle fast. This is the reason why you should hustle fast because when you start to talk to them, you become a real person. They get to know who you are and whatever. And I'm going to say right now exactly what he said. He was like, it's so wild. He was like, he was like, you girls are so different in different places in the club. He goes, for example, right here, I'm getting to know about your personality and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, but on stage, you look like this unattainable goddess. And then when I walk up to you, I know that you're not like 10 feet tall. He goes, but you're a lot taller than me while you're on stage and you're like looking down at me and it's just amazing. So I noted that goddess theory is apparently over in his mind because I've already spent too much time with him. So hustle fast, ask them fast, like get into it, you know, sit down with them. One of these days I'm actually going to record my conversations with these guys all night, but legally uh, I, oh fuck, I don't even know if I'm allowed to do that. I think I can record me. I don't even know if this shit's going to be legal. I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble. So I want to record what I say though, but I, I don't, I don't know if I can because even if I cut out them, I still think I could get fucked. <laughs> I do. So maybe I'm not going to be able to do that because it's hard for me to remember what I've said. I don't know why. I feel like a different person when I'm at work. I feel like a different person at work because I've had lots of girls ask me, what do you say? And I'm like, fuck, what do I say? Like, because every single person is different. It's a different conversation every single time. That being said, I really need to find certain things that work and just stick with that because that's what makes the most sense to do is just find things that work and just stick with that. I did that in Florida. I used the same lines over and over and over and over again. And this is along the lines of hustling fast. So I'm happy that I'm getting back into this. I did actually record before I came in tonight and I was super not excited about this. It took every ounce of me to make myself go in today. And to be honest, the only reason I went is because I told my man I was gonna go because I didn't want him to be like, she can't make herself go to work but I can make myself go to work and I'm gonna make myself do it again tomorrow. I love the insights that I got today. So after sitting with this guy for way too fucking long, I sat with him for way too long, he ended up getting one dance, okay? He was my first dance and I fucked up because I didn't try to sell him on the four for a hundred. Their dance prices are super fucking stupid. It's 20 a song or four for a hundred in the quote unquote private area, which is like 
okay, it's different. It's a little bit different because in the main area, the security guy is right there. It's super uncomfortable. The security was stretching. He was stretching at the door, like just hanging out, like while I'm dancing for this guy. It's super hard to be in, I'm fully immersed in my dance with this gentleman while fucking guy in the door is stretching. Even him, even just his presence there, like he's over there on some clipboard writing some stuff and it's like, it totally takes away from everything. Environment matters to me a lot. So, so here's another thing, upsell your dances. And here's how I decided to do it after I realized, okay, doing dances in the regular dance area is super uncomfortable. So the next guy I went to get a dance for was this Mexican guy. I believe I'm probably going to see him again. Made me feel, he didn't really make me feel super uncomfortable, but he wanted everything. So, you know, I'm trying to keep his hands off me. Okay, just to note, I think that this is very important. If you have a customer that is grabby, that's like trying to touch you all over and stuff, and especially if you're new at a club, they watch new girls because they want to, you know, make sure you're not doing shit or whatever, or lay down the rules, you know, so that you know right away. So with this guy, I said, keep your hands calm and I can do more because the more they're trying to touch you everywhere, if you're at a club that, or you just don't want guys to touch you everywhere, you can't be as close or as moving around or as free or sexual or whatever you want to say because you've got to be watching out for where this guy's hands are going to be the whole time. It just makes the dance completely different. So tell your customer, I can do more when you do less. And it for him, it worked immediately. He put his hands down. He was done. He was like, okay, I'll sit right here. Okay, so I got four for 100 with him. And the way that I did it was, oh, well, with him... Okay, so with him, he was like, can I, you know, he's asking, can I do like all kinds of shit? And I was like, listen, I was like, you can do more over in the little dance area than over here. Because security guy's sitting right there and it's very uncomfortable, basically. So this is a difficult thing with VIP rooms because guys will want to know everything. What do you get in the VIP room? Blah, blah, blah. I met a girl in Florida that got a lot of VIP rooms and her answer when guys asked, what do I get in the VIP room? She was like, me and my time. And she said it in a sexy way, but it's like, that's what they're getting. We're not hookers. Maybe some of us are, I don't know, but we're there to give dances. We're entertainers, we're not hookers. And I'm not judging if you are. I promise you, I'm not judging if you are. Okay, so after that, I realized dances over in the private area feel a lot better, even when you're dancing with a Mexican that is asking you the whole time if you like his dick and you want to fuck him. It's better to have that than to have the security turning over and looking over his shoulder and you're constantly wondering if you're like, you know, it's just super awkward. I don't like security at most places. This guy's really nice, but that has nothing to do with my job. Well, it does actually, really, because he could also be a shitty security guy. Anyway, so after him, I go to another guy at the bar, and I know I could have got a dance out of him, or he might have said, I'll get a dance with you when you come back, trying to make me think he would get a dance with me, never with any intention of actually getting a dance with me. He totally wanted me to stay and hang out. 
I mean, he asked me over and over, do I want some of it? He had chicken wings, which is a bad sign. I don't want to say it's a bad sign for a strip club, but I didn't know they had food there. I just don't think it's attractive. The most money I've ever made working in a club, and I've worked everywhere. I've worked in New York. I've worked in Vegas. I've worked in Florida. I've worked in California. I've worked everywhere. The most money I've ever made is at a full nude strip club in Tampa, Florida called Mons Venus. And I think the reason why you make a lot of money in full nude clubs, especially the ones that don't serve alcohol, don't have televisions, smoking is not allowed, and there's no like pool tables or any of that other bullshit because it is bullshit. It's a strip club. The guys should be going there to get lap dances, not to be fucking around doing other stuff. So if you can find a club where none of that other chaos exists and it's just lap dances, literally there is nothing else for them to entertain themselves with. They can't smoke, they can't drink, they can't play pool, they can't watch TV. You're going to make a lot of money. And the hustle is super fast. At least the hustle in the club that I worked at in Florida was super fast. Honestly, the hustle there, I don't want to say it was too fast, like, but some of the girls were, they were just terrible with, at their job, which made it really easy for me. It made it super easy for me because they literally would walk up to guys, poke them in the shoulder and be like, do you want to dance? That was literally their line. Awful. That's awful, 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 awful. And then they would ask me how I, how I do so well. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I spend like three minutes with them and then ask them. I'm like, you know, it's really not that hard. And the three minutes gives you the time to stay fantasy, be fantasy. I feel super amped up. I'm, I'm surprised. I don't know why I'm, I'm so amped up. I think because I fucked up a few times and I feel bad about I don't feel bad about it, but I'm glad I did it, I, I guess, because... You can't learn, right? Well, maybe you can. You can learn if I'm doing well, too. Shit, I wish I had done well. I don't want to say how much I made, but I, it certainly wasn't ideal. For only being there a few hours, it wasn't bad. But And I feel like I should have stayed. I don't know. Do I feel like I should have stayed? I'm not sure. Girls, I don't know how to bestow confidence upon you. But I will tell you right now, the ideas that you have in your head about it being scary to go to work, those ideas are way too overthought. You've blown it up way too much in your mind as something that's scary and something that's whatever. It's truly not. I promise it's truly not. And I will let you know, yesterday I was laying down. I haven't danced in a month or maybe two. And... I was laying on the couch listening to a meditation and I can't explain the anxiety that I had overcome my body just thinking about going to work. Just massive anxiety like, oh my God, I don't know how to explain how awful I felt. I felt awful. And then today when I was in the shower, I was like, not lightheaded, but I felt sick and I'm trying to think about all the reasons why I feel like this because I'm sure the reasons why I feel like this are a lot of the same reasons why other girls feel like this but I think for me it, they, they might be a little bit different than other people I feel like I have these bad associations with stripping because I'm such I'm such a hippie First of all, I'm an introvert. Second of all, I'm a hippie. Third, I'm super woo-woo. So I don't like to have 
bullshit music stuck in my head because I don't like to think about what it's doing to my brain and to my body and to my life, really. The hippie part of me doesn't want to smell all the chemicals and the colognes and the smells and the shit. And I'm such a clean freak, so I don't like to touch the pole. And there's just a bunch of stuff that I make bad associations with, which is stupid, but I just do it. I can't help it. For me, it's not like anxiety about men and like being nervous about, you know, stuff. But that being said, yes, going to get on stage can feel intimidating at first, but you've got to just let it go. Just breathe and just look at it as this is going to be over in a minute. This is going to be over in a minute and life moves fast. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, it's not going to matter and nobody's going to fucking remember it anyway. Nobody in that club a couple years from now is going to remember whatever happens. If you totally fuck up on stage, it's not going to matter in the long run at all. Just go. Get out of your comfort zone and just go go. And I promise you, as soon as you get in there and you get started, I promise you all of the monsters that were in the back of your mind telling you that this is a terrifying thing to do or the anxiety or whatever, it's going to go away. It's going to fade. It's going to disappear, but you've got to go. You've got to go and experience it. And like I said, like if you go in and you hate it, if your first day you hate it, don't do it again. Go find a new job. Honestly though, I would give this one a go. I really would. I would give it a try because you can make a lot of money in this job. You can change your entire life. I mean, you know, you got to learn what you're doing and you got to really master it and whatever. Because a lot of girls go in there and don't make any money at all because they just fuck around and don't try. But if you go in and you try, if you go in and you work, if you really work, you'll do it. And I want to tell you, like I think I've said this over and over, You do not have to be a Barbie doll. You don't have to have a perfect body. It's okay. You can, your personality can sell the shit out of you. It really can. I've met plenty of girls that were not attractive by normal standards and they've made great money because they know how to talk. And you know the beautiful thing about knowing how to talk is anyone can learn it. It's a skill. Social intelligence is a skill that you can learn. You're doing it right now. You're learning right now. Isn't that easy? Look at how easy that is. Well, I think that's enough info for today. That's like a lot longer than I expected this to go. So I would like to know if you girls like hearing about my night at work after I get off work because I could maybe start doing this every single time. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Stay positive, you guys. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you soon. Bye.